4: Strong and Getty Show welcome how are you I'm glad you're here thank you for tuning in the uh, Washington Post with a an article this morning about the release of the Parkland uh, Florida shooter videos and you know the only thing worth mentioning in this it's it's funny not funny haha funny strange and discouraging you read this article and uh, they state several times, or ask several times, depending on how you look at it. Um, his guilt has not been questioned. He's confessed. His attorneys readily admit he was a gunman, uh, it's a, 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 a troubled young man, disturbing pattern and behavior. But what motivated him to open fire remains unanswered. Then they go on with the article about the videos, in which he says, specifically, why he wanted to do this. So he'd become famous, so people would know who he was to take out revenge on his on, on on the world, and then the victims weigh in and say, "I tortured myself watching this video. Don't do it." Here's how you pr- a great way to stop school shootings is never mention the shooter's name or give them notoriety. He discussed how the world will know who he is. He wanted this, and then another victim says he deserves no attention. Here's who does. And then lists the names of the victims, the the victims who were killed. And again, the article says, you know, some people have advocated limited news coverage of the shooter to prevent them, uh, you know, achieving the notoriety they desire. And yet the article still says, well, his motivation remains unanswered. How can that be? How thoroughly can you answer something? Okay.
0: That's like the joke we had earlier. If you don't know what introspection is, you need to take a long look at yourself. Right, that, that, it's like that joke you are discussing with lots of people, including the victims, on
4: how and the shooter and the shooter. <laughs> wow, and he he answers it categorically. The fact that it's not the answer they want, I think, is the disconnect here, isn't it? Mm, boy, that's a that's an interesting. Is answer. cable news going to come out with the headline? Breaking news. All these shooters want to be on cable news. Our, Are you ever going to see that headline? Our coverage is more likely the culprit than the existence
0: of guns. Breaking news. Yeah, you probably not going to see bullying, that. It's not
4: bullying. It's this headline. Ugh. I just I found that an, an astonishing
0: But if they were lack that of s- insider, if they were that self-aware, they wouldn't publish the story that points the finger at them and then they're the only ones who's not connecting the dot yeah yeah right. like if they were trying You're to hide in my mind <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's yeah because it's it's such a it's such an important thing yeah you know i'm, I'm past the enjoying the irony of it or, oh, God, no, or yeah. criticizing them just how do we get this to stop right Right. And again I I've, I've said this for a couple of presidents in a row now. I want the president of the United States to go on TV and say, "Look, I'm not trying to infringe on the the first amendment, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera, but the coverage in the media of these shootings is creating more of them. We all the mental health experts
4: agree. Well, so and- here's what I think we should do. I would like to see, and Trump would never go for this, but uh, I'd like to see Trump side-by-side with Barack Obama delivering that message, going back and forth on the teleprompter. I would really like to see that. The videos, which I have not watched, but I've read uh, transcripts of, um, are incredibly instructive. I mean, it just makes the case. This uh, guy says, my name is blank, he says his name, and I'm going to be the next school shooter of 2018 to... Malcolm Gladwell and other thinkers' uh, piece about um, uh, the contagion. It's gone from an unthinkable idea to an idea people think about. The crowd that had to see it done once to trigger them are obviously triggered, no pun intended. Uh, the crowd that needed to see it now done 10, 15 times. Now they're thinking, wow, that's a thing. It's a thing I could do. Wait a minute. I'm angry. I want to be famous. Wow. And he just he spells it out. In the video.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, so much of the damage has already been done and can only be undone with time. But we could stop. Right. You know, we need the end point for glorifying these people so that we can get past this generation that grew up with it. Right. We need that transitional moment. Because uh, there was a good article, we talked about this last week, but read the article in, the, I think, the New York Times over the weekend about Columbine being the ground zero for all this, In almost every shooter in some way references or emulates the Columbine doofuses, either dresses like them or mentions their names in their Facebook page or whatever. And uh, and, and this latest scumbag did also. And, um, and I know, but, I know but that, it's that one. That one really, that this was before, we, this was really before we knew what we were doing. But that one, they really went out of their way to glorify those two dudes and make yeah. them look like they were Butch Cassidy and the
4: Sundance kids. I mean, slash victims. Remember, yeah. they were bullied. Right. They were oh, yeah. part of yeah. that outcast yeah. group. All of which was fictional. And even
0: if it wasn't, sorry, that doesn't work. You don't get to shoot your classmates. Well, right,
4: exactly. That message is horrific, and, and
0: that, that's never included. Right? <laughs> How about no. that? Just start there. Uh, you know, when you're when you're doing a story, you're supposed to present both sides or or all the sides that exist right. at all. If you're going to, if you're going to say. He complained about bullying. you got to throw into the story, of course, bullying doesn't warrant killing people. Nor being jilted by a girl. That's the worst example. Or whatever. Throwing that out there as if that makes sense. Oh, okay, well, he got his heart broken
4: in high school because that that never happens to anybody. Yeah, that makes him special, and his his pain is so unique he gets to murder people. Is the unspoken message delivered by the simpletons of the media every time this happens? And we've got to reach that transitional point. Where you just, as a people, we're all made aware of, oh, that's how it works. That's what these kids are thinking. It seems obvious to us now because we've been talking about it so much. But, you know, I, I'm sure there's still people for whom the light bulb hasn't gone off or gone on, I guess. Ding! Um, that that's what's happening here. This is it, This is so chilling. This is a stupid teenage fad. That's what this is. It's a fad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It
4: and, caught on the same way other fads do. Yeah, and 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 somebody's got to step up and say, "All right, this is." It's funny you can't. You almost have to resort to completely insufficient language to communicate it. To communicate what I'm trying to say, guys, shooting kids, shooting people over your your quarrels is stupid. I know how much people. You're an idiot if you do that, and everybody hates you.
0: I know how much people hate mixed messages. But a lot of life is mixed messages. Practically all of it. Yeah, practically all of life is mixed messages. And I wonder if we, because I hate bullying. I was on the wrong end of it plenty of times. It sucks a lot. I hate it. I will not allow my kids to do it, and I want to kill kids who do it to other kids. Right. But um, at the same time, would it be would be, there would be some value, in addition to the, all the anti-bullying programs, that I'm not sure are doing any good in schools, um, to say, everybody gets bullied, I got bullied. You lived through it. Maybe we need more of that in school. Everybody gets dumped by somebody, and they think their life is over. Happened to me multiple times. Happens to everybody. Maybe we need classes where they
3: say that.
4: I would love to see, you know, big, strong NFL stars and musicians and and heroes of various sorts and heroines and getting getting up and saying that very thing. reminds me of the the, uh, It Gets Better campaign that uh, a lot of people made for young gay uh, guys and gals to let them know, listen, you feel like a freak, but
0: uh, look at me. Yeah, that's that's a tough one, and I don't know the answer, um, because I understand the the elevating the bullying to a problem, but it has also elevated the
4: the, the bullied to, like, a really high victim group. Right, right. Well, and if you're supposed to go to pieces when somebody says something mildly rude... And you start screaming about microaggressions. What if somebody punches you in the face? So you need on the on the scale of escalating consequence. Where do you go with that? Which is another reason for that it's so sick to catastrophize every little insult you take. But so
0: should you have? I'm just trying to think of, of an example. where you, you got two kids in a hallway, and the one kid's got I don't know what do you want them to make fun of their nose. The one kid's got a long, pointy nose, and the other kid makes fun of him for it. Okay, right. so you tell the one kid, don't make fun of somebody's appearance. They can't control it. It hurts their feelings. That's bad. Right. But you should say to the other kid, I guess, somebody making fun of your nose, you got You got to figure out a way to deal with that. It's not important. They're an idiot. Right. You're going to get this your whole life about a variety right. of things. I did, too. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's not about
4: your nose. It's about their being an idiot. We got to talk to both of them, right? Well, that's not a mixed mixed message. That's exactly what would be called a mixed message by idiots. But that's it's (laughs) (laughs) it's a two sided (laughs) transaction. So you got to address both sides of it. Yeah, I see. I I hate to make this about
0: my my story again, but I just I keep thinking of this example. So my older son, who's really struggling with his dysfunctional household he's growing up in. Mm-hmm. He's dreading summer vacation. You shouldn't dread summer vacation as oh, an eight-year-old. You're supposed to look forward to it. He's dreading it. Um, But so we had him seen a therapist to deal with his brother. And I feel like in the... Great person, therapist, absolutely fantastic. I'm pro therapist, all the sort of stuff. But I think the therapist regularly telling him it's really hard at your house, this is really tough, that must have really hurt your feelings, has made things worse. And mm. that he just regularly thinks about how rough his life is. Yeah, and and I've ha- I've been going way more the other direction lately with the look. Where this is hard for all of us. It's just the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. We're a family. You just you deal with it. You got to move on. Right. And the whole this is really rough has made him. Focus on how bad his life is as opposed to you got to get over it. This is just what our lives are. Everybody's got problems.
4: It could be worse. Here's some examples of things that are worse. Yeah, my philosophy. Um, (laughs) Boy, there's 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 a it's not even a fine line. I suppose there's some sort of continuum of uh, denial versus positive mental attitude. I mean, where does one turn into the other? I
0: don't know, because, you know, obviously that... Because um, there is a sweet spot, probably. Sure. And, and it moves, but... And that pretending problems don't exist, or no empathy for your problems, you know, that's a bad thing, right, too. But right. I've, I I feel like you can go... Well, I've, I feel like I've seen it, where you go into, this is actually ca- catastrophizing yeah. something that's a, a catastrophe this big into something this big. Yeah. Wow, that's hard. It is hard, but... It happens, and so I think we've done that with bullying. That's my point. Well, and every grievance. And every grievance. And and being jilted by a girl. I mean, for God's sake. God, just just one message to that kid. If he'd heard one person say, one grown-up say, yeah, that happens to everybody. That's going to happen multiple times in your life. It really sucks.
4: Yeah, it hurts like a car wreck, but slowly but surely you're going to feel better. And again, it happens to everybody. That might have been the difference. Yeah. Him hearing that message. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Certainly the media acting like, oh, okay, that's why you shot your friends is not helping. And leaving it there. Yeah. Well, it's because they're idiots. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. Complicated. No doubt. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yes, we have the
0: video of the woman shaving her legs in the community pool. In the It's at armstrongandgetty.com. It's the, in the It's the talk of the nation. A couple, oh, of, a couple of young women uh, captured it on their phone and put it out there for the world to Ooh. see. <laughs> oh boy, not yeah. not good. It's just it's just so interesting. There's so many different kinds of people.
4: I don't want to forget to tease this, so I'll tell you, before. between now and 8 o'clock, we're going to talk to Craig Timberg of the Washington Post about um, how uh, nefarious folks may be spying on you through your cell phone, never mind all your uh, social media app providers. There's there's amazing new information on some of the patents they hold that they claim they're not using.
0: Okay.
4: But uh, come on now. Uh, the headline of the day, also from the WAPO, I believe, yes it is, Uh, By Philip Bump is, uh, uh, we're talking about the old uh, Michael Avenatti, the porn promoter for Stormy Daniels. I will not refer to him as her attorney. He functions as her P.T. Barnum for her uh, Naughty Bit show. As was noted yesterday in court. Right. Here's your headline. Avenatti demands the release of Trump tapes that may not involve Trump and may not exist. Talking about the Michael Cohen Mm. seizures and the rest of it. Oh, I thought you were going
0: to do the the judge that yesterday said you have to stop your press tour if you want to be involved in this case at any level. Right. No, no. Your publicity tour has got to end. Otherwise, you're uh, you're ruining this whole case. It's clearly what it is. Oh, yeah. It's obviously... And just
4: remember that the only reason I pointed out is when you see him on CNN being taken seriously, you know what a joke CNN is. And if I'm him... I continue my PR tour because I'm doing
0: that to make myself richer, not to help Stormy Daniels or women's rights or I'm not even exactly sure what people
4: think this is. It's telling our truth to the American people. That's what he's doing, Jack. Yeah, the uh, lawyer stuff is just useful in that it furthers the porn promotion. I mean, that's why he's doing the lawyering. Anyway, do we have that CNN tape I asked for, Sean? Do you have that handy? Speaking of CNN... This is uh, this is one of the great pantsings that I've uh, seen of cable news journalism journalism in the pool um, <laughs> in recent memory. Give me, the, are we good? Are you happy? Okay.
1: And we're gonna play two clips. Jim Acosta of CNN likes being on TV. This is what he said about Kim Kardashian's visit at the White House. Listen.
3: Forget about the fact that Kim Kardashian is here at the White House today and what planet that is, uh, anything resembling normal, because it's not. Uh, She shouldn't be here talking about prison reform. It's very nice that she is here, but that's not a serious thing to, to have happened here at the White House.
0: Wow. Shouldn't be there. He was singing a different tune in 2015, and thanks to the magic of videotape, this
1: is Jim Acosta talking about John Legend when Obama was president.
2: I'm going to push the president to uh, get more involved in uh, criminal justice reform. I'm going to suggest uh, some ideas that we think could help uh, improve the situation. If you change your
3: mind about running for office, mm-hmm. give CNN the scoop. I will. will. I right. will. There you go.
0: Wow, that should be the end of Jim Acosta. It won't be, but it should be. No, no. That That is just, I don't know how you get that partisan. I really don't. <sighs> I don't understand how you get
4: that partisan just because I would, I would, I think you realize it undermines your own beliefs? Well, it was hot and cold running celebrities during the Obama years. They, everybody went to the White House, and the true irony is that uh, both John Legend and uh, Kim Kardashian were pitching similar ideas. Yeah, about justice from prison, well, prison reform, that sort of thing. I, I I mock Kim Kardashian and the whole Kardashian thing, sure. also. But yeah. you don't you don't get to elevate singers among TV stars. I right. mean, in so terms of celebrities, the only and nurses, message and the issues the same. The only message here is Jim Acosta needs to be grouped with Sean Hannity. He's an advocate. He's not a journalist. He's a he's a uh, he litigates a certain point of mm. view. Yeah, good point. But just don't let him masquerade as a journalist cuz he's not one. Yeah, good point. He and plays he plays one on TV. And he gets to be in the press room asking questions, right? Uh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a just it's it's a joke. CNN is a joke. Any any network that would elevate that wooly-headed halfwit <laughs> Wolf Blitzer.
2: I don't know what
0: Wolf Blitzer... Deserves no one's respect. I don't know what Wolf Blitzer did to you at some point.
4: (laughs) And for forget, he finished with negative money on Celebrity Jeopardy. (laughs) He missed every question. Humiliating. Uh, We got this note from... Son uh, of a bitch. I know. Lothar. Um, Since the Zuckerberg meeting in D.C., this is an Internet-y note, unrelated to the previous. There have been a parade of notifications regarding updates to privacy policies. Yeah, have you noticed that? My inbox is full of them. Uh, Joe, we've updated our privacy policy. Please uh, click accept. Blah 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 from various email and whatever. Uh, Yahoo, whose email service has been bought up by Verizon slash Oath Technologies, has a policy that states they will read all of your incoming and outgoing messages. Whew. That is what you. uh wow. That is what you click on accepting, and you know that that's actually semi obvious. If you're already aware that if you email your friends about chainsaws or suntan lotion, you'll start getting ads for those things. So, I think we already knew it.
0: But- yeah, but yeah. if you would ask me, do you think anybody at Yahoo can or does read your emails, I'd have said, yeah, I suppose, but... Yeah. They I read them all. I don't think about it. Quote, unquote, read them all. They have the ability to read them all. Yes. For whatever reason they want to. And yeah. we all... Something we would have never put up with the U.S. Postal Service. Oh, no. We put up with, mit- with mail all the time now. Yep. Business, personal relationships. What's coming up in your news, Marshall?
3: It's on. U.S. slaps new tariffs on key allies. They are slapping back. And the American Cancer Society warning about an alarming increase in a certain kind of cancer. Mm. Story's coming up.
0: That doesn't sound like junk news, like some of those studies you bring us. Every oh, day.
4: boy. Hey, there's no reason to hurt us You're really? listening to the really?
0: Armstrong and Getty Show. see a headline somewhere that Roseanne is feeling emboldened yes. by the number of people that are coming to her defense on Twitter? And oh, it feels like she should fight back against ABC for yes. firing her.
3: She thinks she can uh, get her show reinstated because of all the support she got yesterday on Twitter. Let, let me tell you this, yeah.
0: Roseanne. Mm-hmm.
3: We have replaced radio shows that had
0: no ratings, and there's an outpouring of love for them when they leave. We've we've been booted off stations when we had no ratings, and there's an outpouring of love. You can you can have a tiny audience, but it seems huge when they all text, tweet, email, call, or
4: something like Which that. Which is why sometimes companies fold when two people say, "I can't believe you're blankety blanking." Yeah, it's just silly.
0: But uh, yeah, don't 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 be confused by. You know, you could have a hundred thousand people across the country, which would be nothing for a, for a TV show. But that'd be an aw. That seemed like a lot of support in your yep. Twitter feed.
4: If yep. I can step in here, Roseanne, don't listen to the fool that's been talking. You need to fight hard, fight every day, fight publicly, and say really rash, objectionable things. Go get him, because that would be much more entertaining. So she's for me. She's feeling emboldened. Good, you- go get him, Roseanne. Don't and put over this. With this.
0: This is what I'd do if I'm your, if I'm your uh you, Rose. I'd figure out the race of everybody you need to go after in ABC.
3: Oh boy. And oh, attack geez. them on that level. Oh boy. Uh, oh man. Let's
0: let's get the news now with I'll
3: just announced President Trump following through on his threat to impose tariffs on some key allies. The tariffs are going to hit Canada, Mexico, and the European Union. There'll be 25% on steel imports and 10% on Moose. aluminum. Commerce Secretary <laughs>
4: Moose meat imports. (laughs)
3: Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross defending the moves, saying the goal is to reduce U.S. trade deficits. The U.S. tariffs kick in at midnight. Oh, the witching hour. What time zone? The EU. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm going to get some
0: maple syrup sent to my house.
3: The EU and Mexico answering with new tariffs of their own on a host of American products, mostly on our agricultural exports. Mm. So it uh, it could uh, really be on, or perhaps cooler heads will prevail. But if they go in effect at midnight, local time, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, the EU. There you right. go. Right. right. Meanwhile. Take that, France. Meanwhile. Ooh, who was that that
0: said blank the EU? It well, was somebody important in the Obama administration, right? Yeah, it was some, uh,
4: yeah, I can't remember.
3: Meanwhile, the president uh, is remaining hopeful about a summit with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un.
4: I think it'll be very positive. I think it'll be very positive.
3: The meetings have been very positive. I- <laughs> Joint base Andrews this morning. Trump said there may or may not be a summit. Secretary of State Pompeo is in New York City for talks with the North Korean <laughs> officials. Trump said the future of the summit is in very good hands. I want it to be meaningful. It doesn't mean it gets all done at one meeting. Maybe you have to have a second or a third, and maybe we'll have none. There you go. Second or third or maybe none. But anyway, there are
4: talks are going on today. Yeah, Pompeo is trying to figure out in chatting with this guy who used to be, uh, you know, public enemy number one right. was banned from the U.S. and right. sanctioned and the rest of it. But, you know, that's the nature of international relations. Sure. They're trying to figure out what they can talk about, you know, where where there's room for agreement. Right. And whether there's any room for agreement. Uh, so, you know, it, the the so-called summit isn't just a complete joke. Gotcha.
3: The head of Oregon's emergency management agency has apologized after a cryptic emergency alert was sent out to cell phones in and around Oregon's capital of Salem with the words, Civil emergency and prepare for action. But no other information okay,
0: I'm, ready. Wow. I'm ready I'm ready What do I do next If I get a cell phone alert From the government That said prepare for action <laughs> Prepare for
3: action Joe, come on. <laughs> Civil emergency Back to back
0: We need 360 degree peripheral There you go I immediately go into My stretching routine Exactly Exactly <laughs> I have
4: to change my pants honey Why Because the government told me Prepare for activity.
3: Start hydrating.
0: Really important yes, to stay right. hydrated. Oh Indeed. yeah, clearly. An-
4: Pack a lunch. Andrew <laughs> Andrew
3: Phelps says a technical glitch cut off the crucial information that the alert was about elevated levels of a natural toxin in a local reservoir. And
0: how do I prepare for action on that? Even when I know,
3: well, don't drink the water out of okay. the local <laughs> reservoir. But that's in action. Yes. Prepare for that. The incident. Comes, of course, after that false alarm that was sent out by Hawaiian officials in January, warning oh, right. of the incoming ballistic missile
4: attack. Right. Yeah. So. Shout out to all of our friends in Salem, by the way. Yeah. Love Salem. Uh, my my son has a bunch of friends in Salem who almost surely do not listen to this show. <laughs> On a, another note, the American Cancer Society
3: advising most people to start screening tests for colon cancer at age forty-five rather than age fifty. Wow, that has long been the recommended age to
4: start. Is that what uh, they? Uh, what
0: kind of test is that? They run the camera up yet, or what do they do? There?
1: They
4: got that new one though that they're advertising. It's non-invasive. Yeah. If you're at lower risk, can I get that one?
3: Depends on uh, how high your risk level is. Uh, the other thing, too, is if uh, in the past there's been any indication of polyps or anything like that, you've got to get the colonoscopy. Right. Otherwise, you can just do the stool
4: test, is oh what they're boy. calling it. The organization. I'm, I've been studying for weeks. <laughs>
3: The organization uh, is uh, saying they've changed their guidelines because of a rise in colon and rectal cancer among younger adults. Hmm. There's been a 51% jump in those cancers among adults under age 50. Any idea why? They're saying it's not clear what's causing it, but I heard a couple of uh, doctors saying, you know, it could be diet, it could be uh, be obesity levels, or it could be a number of things, but they're looking Hmm. at diet. They're looking at changes in diet. Could
0: be the number of young people with their head up their own ass. <laughs>
3: oh, boy. <Huh>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Millennials! I like it, Jack. Oh, <laughs> Hilarious. Absolutely uh.
4: fabulous. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, yeah. that reminds me. I yeah. saw this thing yesterday. Uh, Judy and I have been kind of, well, you ought to be doing it better, but kind of doing the uh, Mediterranean diet. Uh-huh. You know, fish, a right. uh, little poultry for your meat. Fruits and veggies, nuts and dates, and and, uh, and like uh, 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 avocado instead of butter, uh, olive oil instead right, of butter. right? Because people who live around the Mediterranean are famously very, very healthy, very low risk of heart disease, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Well, kids around the Mediterranean are now eating more like Americans, yeah. and obesity is skyrocketing. Yeah, that's too bad. Skyrocketing. They're drinking soda pop and sugary juices and, and, and eating crap and the rest of it. Where's the obesity coming from? It's from what you eat. NBA Finals tip-off
3: today in Oakland, 6 p.m. West Coast time. Golden State and Cleveland set to open their record-setting fourth straight NBA Finals. Warriors heavily favored to win easily, just as they did last year. Meanwhile, you got the Washington Capitals beating the Vegas. They were
0: heavily favored two years ago when they lost, though. Got to remember that. Yeah, how about that, Marshall? Huh? We got to watch nice, the, to the, the truth s- and part of the truth. And to, not to are we the, doing the uh, Rust versus Rest thing yet, or are we say? <laughs> <that>? Too sweet,
4: <straight. laughs> not yet. Okay. But to
0: the same team, LeBron yeah. was one of the biggest underdogs in NBA history right. then and won the finals against the same Warriors. So, yeah, uh, did both teams go to seven games in the last round
4: playoffs? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, you had two yes. seven games over yeah. the
0: weekend, which yeah. was some. Of course. LeBron had to play Game 7 in the first round. I mean, he's dragging that right. team of misfits through the playoffs. <laughs> I'm an emergency replacement. If they if one <laughs> other player goes down on injury for the Cavs, I'm next in line.
3: Meanwhile, the Washington Capitals beat the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2 to last night in Las Vegas, evening up the best-of-seven Stanley Cup Finals at one game each. An amazing save by the Capitals goalie, Brandon Holti. is a big reason Washington was able to hold on to the win as he lunged to his right with his stick to block a shot by the Golden Knights. I'll take your word for it. Into the open <laughs> net with just 2 minutes left in the game. It's an adventure
2: right there to watch this. The puck goes across Tuck has a wide open net and the paddle of the stick. Colby.
4: In Washington they'll be calling this a save. There you go.
2: Shout out save. to DMX
3: getting played at a <laughs> hockey game. Huh? Make me lose my mind up in here. Up in here. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation.
4: Uh Oh, I'm telling you, I remember when, you know, a nice organ was enough background music at a sports game. Bum, 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 bump, bum. Wait for it.
1: Bum, 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 bum. That's great.
4: We
0: like Craig Tim Burton, Uh. national tech reporter for The Washington Post, how spies can use your cell phone to find you. And do everything else so they want to. Track you, listen to you, whatever. And we'll talk about that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong
2: and Getty.
4: The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show lay down in sweet
0: are let's we'll talk a little bit about the script spelling bee which is going on right now uh, coming up USA today has a feature on how much time these kids put into spelling and there ain't nobody thinks that's a good idea except for their parents i
4: know and we'll uh, we'll talk about that coming up plus and uh, well i tell you what let's um greet our guest first and include him in the discussion Ladies and gents, it's Craig Timberg, the most excellent national tech reporter for The Washington Post, joining us now. Hey, Craig, how are you?
2: Great. Thanks for the plug.
4: Oh, well, we mean it. You're, you're a uh, fine reporter and, and a great interview, mm-hmm. so don't let us down. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, I wanted to mention real quickly before we start that uh, your colleague uh, Haley Tsukiyama is writing about the FBI wants everybody to reboot their, their uh, router. I heard that. Yeah, yeah, because that will defeat because they found a way to foil a, a Russian, you know, nefarious plot malware but, is yeah, right, yeah. that sort of thing. But you have to reboot your router. So I everybody, gotta, reboot your router. I got to remember to do that. All right. Having said that, um, uh, Craig is reporting on how spies can use your cell phone against you. Craig, what should we know?
2: Well, the, the cellular network works on this obscure but incredibly important um, messaging network called SS7. It's like the internet for cellular carriers. And so that means AT- your AT&T phone can work when you're roaming on a Verizon network, but it also means your AT&T phone will work if you're roaming in Mozambique or you're roaming in Vietnam. And the problem with that is that that means that basically anyone who has access to this network anywhere in the world, which includes thousands and thousands of different companies, uh, can basically can-, can find out where you are. They can intercept your call. They can intercept your text, and they can even intercept your data.
0: Well, wow, that's the, what, what it just popped into my head. I uh, I was using my uh, smartphone a lot when I was in Russia a few years ago, and uh, I, I ended up with a six hundred dollar bill texting and calling people from Moscow and whatnot. That that was probably a bad idea, wasn't it?
4: Using you know, just my roaming.
2: <laughs> I mean, bringing bringing uh, bringing a phone into Russia or China or any of these places that have intensive surveillance states, and then bringing it back. And using it here is probably not a great idea. Wow. Once they've once, once they've paired your number or other identifying codes on the device to you, and they know who you are, it's it's very easy to kind of track you thereafter. They what if you're a nobody, your nobody device, and you but, know it? <laughs> uh, so yeah, this, I think it's a great time. It's a it's a great time to be a nobody. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, be, because uh, you know, it's not like. Um, So some kinds of surveillance, you can kind of collect everything on everybody all the time. And this is not that kind of deal. Um, This is more like uh, you want to find such and such diplomat or such and such spy or such and such journalist or human rights worker or dissident politician or whatever or radio personality. And if you've got the phone number, you can track them. And uh, so, yeah, if, you, if you're nobody and you don't do anything interesting in your phone ever, then you shouldn't worry about this.
4: It's probably worth pointing out that a lot of hacking and collecting personal information may in itself seem minor. But the game is combining it all, isn't it? Whether it's, you know, for profit or espionage or whatever. If you get my birthday one place and, and my phone number another, yep. you're on the road.
2: But we've learned that from the Cambridge Analytica stuff, right? Like that these companies who we've never heard of are just gathering all of this data that's out there. They're collating it. They're analyzing it and they're selling it or using it to influence us to buy stuff, sometimes to vote for people, sometimes not to vote at all. And that. Um, it should concern everybody, I think.
0: Yeah, well, the one thing I remember from that 60 Minutes interview with the guy from uh, Cambridge was all the Silicon Valley geniuses who wrote all these apps and programs <laughs> and stuff, they all thought we knew that all our information right. was being used and didn't care. <laughs> that was their
1: attitude.
2: Right. Well, it certainly is a convenient attitude for them to have. Yeah, they're isn't it? Yeah, huge yeah. amounts of money, they, they, they run some of those powerful companies in the world, and Um, But, you know, when I talk to people about this in my world, even here in Washington, which is a relatively educated and sophisticated place, people are always surprised.
4: Let the record show I'm giving a really hard look at Silicon Valley right now. I'm squinting angrily at the South Bay. Um, That is
0: a good point, because my kids were regularly, you know, you catch them with some cookies. I just I just thought you'd be okay with this. Well, that. Yeah. okay. Yeah.
4: That, that, that's very convenient for you. That oh, that's what that's you thought. What you thought is it? <laughs> hey, you've got a great a great quote from uh, Ron Wyden, uh, senator from Oregon, in your piece. that he, he states essentially that this is not a hypothetical issue. This is happening right, right now a lot. This SS7 uh, network is, is being breached.
2: And it has been for years. I mean, one of the security researcher guys I spoke to said that their company found evidence that after the big OPM hack of a few years ago, um, where a bunch of federal, you know, millions and millions of federal workers' details were collected, presumably by the Chinese, right. uh, that, there was, that there was a surge of SS7 traffic that they believe was, you know, the Chinese trying to follow people around, intercept their calls, figure out if they really live, still live where they said they live in their records. And so you think about it, when you pair the technology with actual incidents we know about it, it's, it's awfully creepy, no?
4: Well were the federal employees including you know covert operators and law enforcement were they told to get rid of their phones swap them out get a new number at the time
2: I don't know I sure yeah. hope
4: though Yeah I don't remember hearing that I wonder but, I well I know federal employees I guess I'll ask them
0: but if these companies and government officials or whoever can access stuff they will whether they say they're going to or not somebody will at some point
2: Yeah I mean I think that if Information is valuable. Um, somebody's going to find a way to get to that information. Sure. And it may, maybe it's not the government, but maybe it's a company, or maybe it's a, someone sitting in a troll factory in Russia. You just don't know. Once it's there, that people we've never heard of and never think about are going to figure out ways to use it.
4: Yeah, and you mentioned in the piece uh, the Israeli surveillance vendor ability. Can you tell us what they uh, said?
2: <laughs> yeah. so this company has this video online, which is linked to in my story, where they talk about... All of the amazing surveillance they can do and all the ways they can target you uh and they you know they mentioned in the video you can target people in new york or los angeles and you know that's i mean that's awesome awesome, right people are are openly advertising yeah yeah it happened for well they used to be pretty surreptitious i did a story back in 2014 about another surveillance vendor called Varent, also israeli uh interestingly enough And they that they were doing this, that they were selling it on the open market. They were pretty careful to try to not let their brochures get out all over the world. Some did, but at least there was some kind of operational security. This company, though, has this video right on the web. I'd urge people to go look at it. It's for a surveillance system called ULIN, U-L-I-N, which stands for Ultimate Interception.
4: Well, we recommend uh, folks read uh, Craig Timberg's article at the Washington Post. We have a link at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Have you uh, seen? It's really the, interesting.
0: Have you seen the video of the woman shaving her legs in the public pool? that's making the rounds. <laughs>
2: I miss that one. Yeah, you that's should kind of check the up. big tech story these days. <laughs> it's viral. It's kind of the New York Post purview. That's right. Now, right? It was <laughs> probably done by, probably videoed by, by an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. Internet, right? it's a tech exactly. story from that standpoint. Yeah, you
0: probably ought
4: to uh, cover that, Craig Timber, <laughs> <laughs> national uh, tech reporter for the Washington Post. Always great to talk, Craig. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. You got it. He's good. Hi. good, Good man
0: some point we just need to move past the hey look they can do this they can do that and just accept everybody can do everything all the time companies and government can get all your info now what do we do about it we should just move into acceptance good stuff to come no time to tell you uh coming up on the armstrong and getty show step into the world of power loyalty I will call upon
3: you to do a service for me. Play the godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the
2: family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io/ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
3: What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here,
2: and I'm Austin Hankwitz.
3: We're the hosts of Mind the Business: Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success.
2: From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service,